What am I doing? I thought Dave uh, would be interested in that. Dave who? Bye, Jimmy. Here we go. We're starting the show. Something still happens at 6.30, but I wouldn't call it a show. Uh, Boom. (laughs) No giggling. Poor Jimmy. Oh, people, in a world filled with pod shows, you have found us. You have found the Boom Xers. We are the pod show all about the jibba-jabba. Hey, jibba-jabba, we got some jibba-jabba for you. Oh, that's right. We're four friends, too young to be baby boomers, but too old to be Gen Xers. We get together on Thursdays, and we broadcast live on podbean.com. I'm all cleaned up and ready to go. Thanks. Where the fuck is this so-called show? <laughs> Jimmy. My name Hello? is Dave, and I am in Pennsylvania, and I have my three friends here. I'm getting off. We have rules. Relax your vagina. First, we go to Michigan, and we say hello to Sherry. Hello, Sherry. Hello, and happy birthday plus one week, David. I don't know what you're speaking of. I don't know this David person. And we will go to North Carolina and say hello to Cindy. Hello, Cindy. Hello. You are one week older? Is that what? Hmm. Yeah. Yep. One week older than last week? Yep. Hmm. Jimmy. (laughs) Wait. Last but not least, we go back to Michigan and we speak to the one and only... Mr. Jimmy Artie, hello, Jimmy. Excuse me. You are excused. Thanks, Dave. I'm leaving. (laughs) Yeah. No. (laughs) I hate him more and more every day. Uh, Okay, now we will shut the hell up, Jimmy. Because Sherry has some very important news. I think we might be sponsored. What do you think, Sherry? I think we are most definitely not sponsored by people whose names starts with vowels. Because Jimmy says, Hmm. not sponsored by people whose name starts with vowels. Dave does not start with a vowel. Sherry. Does not start with a vowel. Hmm. Cindy, does that start with yeah. a vowel? Does that start with no. a vowel? Hmm. It starts with a sin. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Jimmy, Jimmy, he's muted. Unmute yourself, Jimmy. Jimmy, Jimmy, come back to us. Yeah. You're the one you that needs some, some splaining to do, Jimmy, about... Well, the preponderance of people whose names start with consonants. I thought that's what you did. Looking at my my friend Amy, you know, and who else? Who else we have? A couple Amys, a couple Aarons, A E I O U. Do you know any Iotas or Isabellas? Hmm. I I know I know a few. Hmm. We we only have in my family of nine. There's only one vowel. Which one? The one that you met, the loud guy. 
And he's the super vowel because his first name is just A. A. Hole. <laughs> so he's a super vowel. A. A. Ron. But what about your siblings, Dave? There's no vowels. No vowels. But I have a lot of people. I have a girl at work who all of her kids are A. Alyssa, Elena, Anna. Asshola. <laughs> so um, I know some I know some vowels. But I think there's a yeah, lot of I think there's more vowels maybe in younger people. I mean, because isn't there a lot of Andrews and Oh, I hey, I know an Andrew. I do too. Huh. <laughs> and huh. Elizabeth's and huh. Emma's so I don't know. And really, if you go by a nickname or like a generic name, I know a lot of assholes. Right. So for sure. I mm. do know a lot of vowel people. I have a question. Uh oh. Does Jimmy know how yeah. to unmute himself? <laughs> Jimmy. Yeah, he does. Of course he does. He does he know he's muted in the first place. Jimmy. He left us. Are you he, there? He, he was excused. <laughs> Jeez, he did say peace out. Hello. Hi, Jimmy. What's up? What was up with the consonants versus vowel names? And yeah. what, why did that float through your head? I've already determined that you three have our vowels along with myself. And, um, wait, we, the, yes, we are vowels. We yes. each have two vowels in our name. Right. But this is a, a study in um, uh, spelling and um, yes, what's that? Is. English diction. Mm -hmm. So how? There's, no, how there's am only I... there's only five vowels, man. Right. So how am I a vowel? Well, you, I asked you to. Which one do you like, and why? Oh, so it, wait, so it has nothing to do <laughs> with the spelling of your name. Hell no. Oh, but it has something to do with spelling, you said. Yeah. I am talking about vowels as a group. Okay. So and it is a, a group uh, of letters that um is needed by all the other letters or you'll you they can't communicate without us right you gotta have vowels so yeah. i think sherry is an a <laughs> and i think i think cindy wow. cindy's more like she's like letters. an e she's like an e mm -hmm. or no she's like an i She's, she's an I. She's I. I'm more like an E, like a generic E than Jimmy. Jimmy's a Y. Okay. He Jimmy, is a Y. He's yeah. a motherfucking Y. Come on. Why? He's a sometimes Y. And sometimes Y. <laughs> but never a U. Oh, he's no, sometimes we have, a U. No, we don't have any U's in the crowd. Oh, Jimmy could be a U. No. Hmm. No. That 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 whole deal with Q and U. So, is gotta go. Sometimes Jimmy's an O. Oh. Oh, Jimmy. Oh. Oh, Jimmy. Oh, Jimmy. <laughs> I 
He's an O. That, that was scintillating. I had no idea. I thought it all had to do with our names began with consonants. That's how he led in the yeah. text chain. No. Very confusing. Very confusing. Well, you have you to know. read between the lines, apparently. <laughs> with Jimmy. I, I think the wildfire uh, smoke is affecting me. Yes, I would agree. Mm-hmm. Something. Something. Where do, you, where do you sign up to sue Canada? Right behind Trump. Just line up behind Trump. Line up. Hey, so speaking oh. of things that are actually in the news, for those of you that don't know, our friend Dave Who? was right next to the fucking escaped murder. Escaped murder. Crazy, man. <clears throat> it was running all around, right around here. Really? Damn, that's fucked up. Yep. Yep. So Many... was he messing with business? Uh-huh. He So why why were you giving him watermelon? Uh, easy. <laughs> they uh, know that he was getting help. Dave. Yeah, he was getting he said, a lot of help. He was getting he a lot. He said he survived on watermelon and something. Yeah, and actually, it's funny the uh, the hills around here and the a brush or the it's a jungle. Pennsylvania is a motherfucking jungle, and so it's easy to hide in the forest here. And he actually was caught on cameras running through the backyard of one of my employees no way which he he lives five minutes from the golf course and he was woken up at 5 a.m with 16 cop cars all around his house um holy shit yeah it was wild they they finally caught him they finally caught the guy but so So, the the cop the cops were already there the guy did the guy saw him on his camera after the fact. Actually, he didn't see him on his camera and then call the cops. Correct. He woke up with the cops were already. Right. The cops following. were already chasing this guy. And then when they went knocking on his door and woke him up, uh, they ended up looking at his video. And there the guy was running through his yard. I mean, wow. and would you, knowing this guy was on the loose, your employee, I'm surprised he even answered the door. Well, the cops actually approached the door with their arms in the air, not uh, not with guns out or anything. They had their arms smart. in the air, yeah. So yeah, because everybody was armed, right? And then he he actually came into work and he said he he made sure his girlfriend knew how to use the the shotgun and oh my god and left her with the shotgun right and she's he said she was like sitting in the living room just with that shotgun like i dare you to come in here but he was by that time he kind of had moved on to the next area but he was definitely very close by for the whole time that's crazy that's frightening yep wow so did you did you smoke a joint with him yeah i was hanging out with him dude yeah i'm the guy who caught him he came in. I offered him some food. I called the cops. I'm a hero. All right, man. Yeah, all right. You guys walked. You guys crawled up walls together. <laughs> yeah, like I can right? do that. Yeah, that's right. totally within my wheelhouse. He, <laughs> shimmy, he learned that from TV. Shimmy up a fucking wall. Yeah, he's also 5'2 and 120 pounds. Yeah. I mean, right. that's and, easy to move your carcass up when you're that in, small. And he's in jail. So he's he in a, jail. There's a purpose to it. Haven't he's you doing. guys ever tried to do that? Like shimmy up, shimmy yeah. up a wall. Yep. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. Have you been successful? Nope. Shimmy down. I would shimmy down a wall. Usually, you, <laughs> yeah, man. The people that could do that shit were usually um, skinny and and 
small. Right. Did you do any wall shimmy in there, Cindy? You know, I I've tried, but I've I've fell on my face. <laughs> Cindy, wow. Cindy's missing the height, you know, to reach side to side. Ah, uh, wow! That Speaking of the little spaces, but still, it's not as easy as as he made it look, or other people make it look. So my grandmother, ba- wait a minute, Jimmy, I got to tell this story. My grandmother Basil. All right, back in the day, she had this big house in New York, and there was a laundry chute. But this laundry chute was, I don't even know, three feet wide by three feet wide. It was this whole, it was almost like an elevator shaft in the house, and it went up three levels. Basement, first floor, up to the upstairs. And she shimmied herself inside this um, thing to wallpaper the inside walls of this laundry chute. (laughs) Oh my God. <laughs> Doing that. Pushing her legs out and her back against the wall and she would wallpaper the inside of that. Oh thing. my God. Cause she thought it needed, it was unattractive. Yes. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Oh my God. So there was she, you go. Uh, she, was she on the obsessive side? She learned parkour, but she invented parkour. My grandma. What's that? That's that thing where kids jump around on all sorts of stuff and shimmy up walls and. Can climb a tree in five seconds flat, and then do a flip and a jump and a. <laughs> anyway, Grandma Basil, gotta love it. Well, that was that's a pretty big spot, man. Is there it wasn't a dumb waiter. It yeah, it definitely could be that, but it was def it was a laundry chute. That's. And it went from the upstairs down to the basement and right where the laundry room was. But yeah, it could have been put in as a dumb waiter. So Yeah, that's a good escape plan. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Alright. What were you gonna talk about, Jimmy? I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> of course you did. Oh, <laughs> Jimmy, you got a strike when the fire's hot, man. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. I should have let him go. Damn it. I'm a hot polka. Yeah, you are. (laughs) Not anymore, apparently. (sighs) No, not no more. Cooling off. So, oh, I was going to say that, um, speaking of falling on their face, my brother-in-law fell on his face. Oh, he did. How was he doing? Not good. Mm. Mm. (laughs) They, uh, they're doctors are fighting at the hospital about whether to um he broke his jaw and nose and um two or three teeth oh Oh. jesus yeah it was not he's not pretty (laughs) (laughs) was he pretty before the fall that's the real question i don't know he was up my sister found him attractive, okay. so that's right. how that counts. Hi, right. madam. He's a nice looking guy. Right. Um, but yeah, um, see, he's had, um, oh shit, man. What's that little thing in the, like underneath your stomach that it's, it's an organ. Gallbladder. <laughs> Yeah, name name some organs. The gallbladder, the appendix, nope. spleen. Nope. Uh, 
the pancreas. The pancreas. The pancreas. Right. So um, the cancer treatment has um, irritated that now this is the third time. And uh, he has to, I guess it gets inflamed and it swells and they have to go in and take water out of it. Uh. Like drain it. But the point is, is that um, they don't, they don't know how to proceed. Like, should they take care of the cancer first or his current problem? Um, if they uh, wire his jaws shut, he won't be able to eat. And that's what he needs more than anything because he looks like a fucking refugee. Hmm. So, you know. Hmm. We got to get him to eat. We got to. So we took him to the local hospital and um, spent forever in there. And they said, oh, well, we don't have doctors that treat that here. So um, we, you have to take him downtown. Hmm. We don't have doctors here, so you'll have to take him somewhere else. It's like, what the fuck? Right. <laughs> what the fuck? And, and we said, okay, well we'll, well, we'll drive him down there. Oh, no, you can't drive him down there because what if something happens to him? We're like, we drove him here. <laughs> right. So we had to wait like six hours for an ambulance to show up. Uh, and you're like, that's, we bullshit. that's when you break them out old school. Yeah, you just take them. Not signing shit like that chick on the plane. I'm out. Chick on the plane. Right. You're like, you got to make them. You got to make a big scene, man. Yeah. You're like that motherfucker back there is not real. And break, <laughs> yeah. and break exactly. her the fuck out. That, yep. This whole fucking picture is unreal. Unreal. <laughs> It's untenable. It is untenable. Situation, it is. Very that nice. is a beautiful word. I got a little hard on that. What is there's something you're supposed to be able to say that it's um, an acronym and they'll let you fucking out. Uh, um, oh, there's like a keyword? There is a keyword to get out of fucking hospital. Huh. I am blah, 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 blah. Well, that's so, the other thing. Itself. They want they want him they want to kick him out. You, and he's like, Hey, you don't tell me what to do. You know? Yeah. Um you, I'm staying in here until you do something. <laughs> yeah. I'll ask my nurse friend what's the get out of the hospital code. Because when you yeah. say it then they think you know what you're talking about and they jump to it. Oh, I know what to say to make the hospital go on freaking red alert lockdown. <laughs> Put your hands oh, up. What? <laughs> what is and? it, Jimmy? What is it? You just freaking say I'm going to freaking kill the nurse. <laughs> well, unfortunately, <laughs> then you also go to jail. Yeah, way to go, Jimmy. Yeah. That's. 
well, the, uh, they, they can, they lock them. They, it's like fucking prison, man. You wouldn't believe it. It's, or, you know, it's like that smart, that one scene where all the doors are shutting. Yeah. I'm like, holy shit, man. <laughs> but I was pretty stoned. So. Oh, well, there's that. That made it all right. I told them not to give me that shit. <laughs> do they listen? They don't listen. Nope. Do not listen. And then they had the balls to um, send me like um, a cease and desist letter. Like, or not so much that their, ins- their insurance um, company sent me a letter that said, well, um, are you going to pursue this matter further? Um, if you aren't, sign your name. If you are, we might cancel your insurance. Fuckers. Fuckers. Fucking insurance. I was like, what the fuck? You know? Yeah, what the fuck? You know? They created the condition. Um, speaking of creating a condition, how about Michigan State Spartan head coach Mal Tucker? What did he do? Does everybody know about? I know Jimmy knows. He's a jag off. He I don't watch. I don't watch football. I can't watch football. I need a football hack. Uh, speaking of hacks, but no, tell me. This is um. So you didn't even have to watch football to hear this. But he thought it was a good idea to masturbate on a phone call to a woman who is a rape survivor, whose job it is to go around to college campuses and tell them how to make their boys not be jagoffs and adhere to Title IX. So he was jagging off while he was on a phone call with her. Yeah. Well, he worked with her. Right, because that's her job is to work yeah. with these head coaches and stuff to try to help them so through this whole process. She shows up at Michigan State to sit down yeah. with the head coach and go, listen, we got to come up with a plan to stop the boys that are in the football program from jagging off in front of girls. Or just and or getting all rapey and the stuff. The whole rapey thing, yeah. right? And as she's telling this, to, as she's talking to him, he whips out his dick and starts jagging off. So it's a little well, more nuanced than that. I mean, it would have been all right if he didn't say anything, but you know. But, but first of all, Sherry said it was a phone call. Oh, it was a phone call. So yeah. how? Yeah. So, so halfway he, through, he just started hearing. Uh, uh. No, he was telling her, "I've got my hand on my big old cock." Oh. And I'm jagging right. off. Oh. Huh. I just so want to let you mi- know. It was a mind fuck. He's just a dude. So then he. He said, um, and this is going to segue. We don't even have to touch on this because this is just another person in power behaving poorly. But he said that, well, it was consensual, yet they never had actual sex ever in their whole. So, so they became acquaintances because of this, right? So she would talk to him and, and I'll keep talking about the program. So they became sort of friends. 
but whatever. And he was saying, well, who gives a shit? Yeah, I jacked off while I was talking to her. Who gives a fucking shit? And, and yeah, I was married, but I was estranged from my wife. And this, I think, was the genesis of Jimmy telling us about the acronym DARVO. Hmm. DARVO. Was was the Mel Tucker. Dick. Because now he has flipped it on. He is not at fault. And by the way, this is all happening because of sexism against him, which, let's be honest, we live in America. It's just not a thing. Hmm. It's, and, the, it's a counterattack. Yeah. So he's darvoing the shit out of this story. Darvo. What does I, Darvo mean, Dave? You probably know the fucking acronym better than we do. Dick, I, asshole, rank, <laughs> villain. Ram, vagina off. Uh, off, right. Ram, oh. vagina off. Really? Hmm. What does it actually stand for? Deny, attack, and reverse victim and offender. Right. So you're the offender She's the victim, and you're going to flip it. Right. She victimized me because right. I am this I, – I, I'm a victimized that, white man in America. Peasant, what, he's black. Oh. He's black, and, and, <laughs> and she's white. Okay. Uh, she's, she's white, right? Yes. Hmm. Okay. So, I wasn't real sure. So, Jimmy, where did you find the, the whole DARVO acronym? Uh, it was at the end of that article. But, I, I, I mean, I learned from professionals. I had, I've been DARVO'd a, a whole bunch <laughs> of times. He's been arrested. <laughs> <laughs> Good God, I've been DARVO'd. Jesus. Uh, I would fear that well, I it, have DARVO'd others. Really? But... Okay, but, but I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, before he tells you how, I already know where he's going with it, and it's not anything of this magnitude. Right. He, not he's a, a t he's a tiny, he's a tiny Darvo. You know, you use but, it as a tactic to just try and spin, yeah. uh, spin the debate or spin the argument and make you look like the victim. You make yourself look like somehow you're the victim. Yeah, it's pretty common. Yeah, yeah. In, right. And on the debate trail. Nobody knows what debate means anymore, even. Oh, that's a debate. Right. But then this, the, the, the big Darvo is like this, where you've really done something yes. horrible. Horrible. Yeah, and black. not just the little, yeah, I kind of, I kind of fucked up a little bit here. And, and yeah. I, how can I spin this around that it wasn't fucking my fault? I did it. And, but right. yeah, this, this is big shit because big you've done shit. something horrible. Motherfucking Darvo. Well, whenever I feel like, uh, am I being Darvoed? I use the uh, ex Cheeto as an example on how he responds to, yes. to accusations. Yeah. It's like, what? No, not me. It's all your fault. This yeah, is no. Your fault. Mm -mm. Yeah. yeah. That's his tactic. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I mean, that's, it's exactly the tactic that, uh, that other party uses. Darvo. Dar. Yeah. Bo. Darvo. Never, never heard of it, but now I, I am aware of that tactic. Dave. Easy. Dave. Dave's a baby Darvo. 
Probably for the next oh, month, you're going to hear Darvo a whole bunch of times, but we'll talk about really? it. Really? Yeah, it's true. Why is that? We're going to talk about that later because something else has to happen. Oh, what? Oh, shit. Play the game. What? Wait, we have to, wait. No, that's Jimmy, not nice. Jimmy, you had tons of breaks already. Yeah, yeah Jimmy. Mr. I know. Mute. I need them. <laughs> Mr. Mute. Uh, guess what? I didn't. I, I didn't write that many words for you to read this week, so you Uh-oh. wouldn't complain. Uh-oh. <laughs> All right, Jimmy Reeves, there's three songs. Pretty straightforward. There's a theme. It's going to be fun. Mm. You guys ready? Mm. No. Whatever. No. Yes. Whatever. All right, Dude. Tom Daly, you ready? Tom, <laughs> Jen, get ready. You guys ready? Okay. Pete. Let's go. Let's go. You know, Tom Daly's Tom Daly's initials spell touchdown. Well, they don't really spell touchdown. (laughs) They would be the acronym for touchdown. (laughs) He's a touchdown Tommy. Touchdown Tommy. You guys understand Jimmy speak. Come on. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Stay All right, Jimmy. Yes. Let's go. Number one. Here we go. Number one. I'm not ready. You're not? Underlay. Underlay. Here we go. See the lights of a neighbor's house. Now she's starting to rise. Take a minute to concentrate. And she opens her eye. Opens up her eyes. What? Shut the fuck up. I okay, you're gonna have to do it again because I was making a anagram out of Tom Daly's name. <laughs> All right, nice. Oh my god, fucking silence of the lambs. <laughs> and wait till you wait till uh the end and I'll tell you. It's the easy one. Okay, okay. See the lights of a neighbor's okay. house. Now she's starting to rise. Take a minute to concentrate, and she opens up her eyes. Okay, here's silence. Yeah, there's some green. There's green. Are you guys even even in the neighborhood? Or you just yeah? It's it's all familiar, but I'm sitting here lighting up a I'm lighting up a oney, so I have no clue what's going on. Okay, I don't even think that's going to help you this week, Dave. Okay, Jimmy, just go straight to the green. The world was moving. She was right oh. with it. Uh, this is Talking Heads, and she was. Hey! What? Yeah! <laughs> yeah. How dare you! She was. Is that a peeping Tom song? <laughs> you know, the lyrics that I gave you made it seem so. 
a peeping Tom Daly song? He's he's watching the Watcher Watcher. Oh. He'll watch the Watchers watch the Watcher. So there you go. All right, number two. Here we go. Hey, here is a story. Forget about the troubles in life. Don't you know it's not easy when you gotta walk upon that line? What? Am I even playing this game here? What is the... No, you you just smoked a one I mean, come on. Jeez, I'd have to follow the freaking uh, groovy letters. So say that again, Jimmy. Repeat those words, Jimmy, because I have nothing. I got crickets here. Hey. Here's the story. Forget about the troubles in life. Don't you know it's not easy when you got to walk upon that line? (laughs) That's much better now. Yes, I do. (laughs) It's crystal clear. (laughs) Now I got it. Oh, that. Those lyrics. Okay, just go straight to the green. Jesus. Ain't no sense in all your crying. Pick it up and throw it into shape. Mm, uh, oh, jeez. Make a cookie. Shut <laughs> 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 oh, Pick not... it up and throw it into shape is, um, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, pick it up and throw it into Billy shape. Billy Joel. Uh, no. You need uh, all the lyrics again? Yes. Uh, Jimmy, what? suck it up and do the whole thing. The Rolling Stones. Hey, here's the story. Forget about the troubles in life. Don't you know it's not easy when you gotta walk upon that line? Ain't no sense in all your crying. Pick it up and throw it in the shape. Pick it up, throw it into shape. This is uh, in excess. What? Uh, da, 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 da. What you need? Is that the song? Yeah, baby. Okay. Jesus H. Mother effing. Oh, this song. Okay. Pick it up. Auto erotic. Watch me beating Wait, watch me watch you watch somebody beating up. Hanging from the. Wait, this is a conversation we're going to have later, right? Yes. Sure. Jimmy and watching the beating off or something. Yeah, (laughs) could be. Okay. All right. Good job, Sherry. Way to go, Sherry. Now I'm just going to sit back and relax and drink my wine. Put your feet up. The bathroom, whatever. So, yeah, man, I think I think this is going to be a great idea. Okay, let's do number three. Let's do number three. Number three. Here we go. Two and go into it. 
it's Cindy, it's life changing. Life changing. Here uh, we I, go. It's, I believe you, but let's finish this game. <laughs> Number three. <laughs> Damn it. Three. Don't you think that love can last? She said, love. Oh. Lord above. Now he's trying to trick me in love. Free. Dave, this All is right you. now. Boom. But that Hunt Sherry that. got that, right? No, I I wouldn't I knew it was a song that you would get. I sing. No, <laughs> All right. you. You sang it though, I love it. Don't you think that love can she, she said, said love, love, love above. Now you're trying to trick me. Sang it? Uh, free. Uh, Paul Rogers of Bad Company. I never knew. This was like the the warm up. This two guys from this band formed a Bad Company. So you know, but, it took me a while to figure out the Bad Company was from across the pond. Across the pond, their leads, their lead guitarist was from Malt de Upel, Mick Ralphs. All right, good job, two to Yay! one right now. Uh, and there's a baby theme, a baby, baby theme, a baby combining two songs for whatever. Sherry and one for Dave. Is that the theme? <laughs> Yay! Yeah. No, I don't usually plan on Dave getting any. Easy, settle down. <laughs> How dare you? How dare Even you? if it's ACDC, Sherry, you Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Most of the time. Um, what was Dave, the first do you song? have a guess? What was the first song again? And She Was by The Talking Heads. The Talking Heads, and She Was. Okay, and... Uh, and then we had What, what You Need, What You Need by Inks. Oh, yeah, Inks. And then whatever you just said. No clue. Mm -mm. All right now, free? Free, all right now. Hmm. Nope. Um, Got nothing. De nope, it's not dead people. It's not. I think yeah. this is about at the end of the night at like bar closing. She was what you need. She seems all right now. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Just make a sentence out of the titles of the songs. And she was what you needed all right now. Fucking A, dude. Fucking A, dude. That was not the theme. <laughs> yeah, it was. That's fucking awesome. Cindy and Sherry rule the fucking world. Fuck you. You fuck. fucking Sherry and Cindy rule the fucking world. That's right, you motherfucker. Don't forget it. Don't forget hey, it. Hey, so play, play the congratulations. Oh, yeah, right. Congratulations. Thanks for playing Jimmy Reads. And that was said by our friend. Touchdown. Moth Lady. <laughs> Moth Lady? <laughs> 
Okay, I don't know where that's coming from. Tom Daly Anagram. Oh, Moth Lady. Oh, my God. I love it, Moth Lady. I prefer, you know, I feel like he's more of a lady moth. (laughs) Right? It's much more regal. And there's a... There's actually a character on Star Wars, Darth Moth or something like that. So, right. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, he's more regal. He's, he's the that, lady um, moth. No, he's not a moth lady. He's lady moth. <laughs> lady moth. Wow, he's that more... sounds more superhero-ish. Right. Yeah, exactly. Lady moth versus wasp man or something. Yes, he's, correct. He's nothing like the golf uh, daily. He's no. not... He's, he's not, not hillbilly-ish. He's not a big no. fat alcoholic. Is what you're telling no. us? No, he's nothing like that. Are you sure? <laughs> he listens. To, he he I listens think to our you show. Would, you would see Tom Daly dressed up in in tights and um. <laughs> wow. And, I don't and, know where uh, that came from. Okay. But okay. Tights, tights and, and what? And uh, you know he, he's he's wearing the. Uh, the the he's like with the royal uh, family. Oh, I got you. He's the dude with the trumpet that blows. Oh well, now all of a sudden he's not royal. He's just that guy yeah. inside blowing the trumpet. Right, he is but... not. He's how dare you? He's Lady Moth. He's Lady Moth. I I have to tell you that I've never seen Tom Daly in tights. <laughs> Man, oh, no, he was he was in theater. <laughs> In high school, so perhaps that was true. There were tights I, I in his past, like Lady Macbeth or something. I mean, she was badass, right? Well, that I don't know. I don't read fucking Shakespeare. Well, Shakespeare men wore badass. tights. So right. So if you're in men Shakespeare, men in tights. Is that that? No, that was, I thought that was Peter Pan or it was Robin Hood. Settle and down. Men in Shakespeare's time, dressed up like women. There weren't no, there were no women actors. Already. Why don't you guys talk about how you're going to be beaten off together or something? What was that? Wait. <laughs> what? Wait. No, what? We, we already Wait. talked about, we already Wait. beat it off. Wait. What? <laughs> Wait. Wow. Boy. So didn't you and Sherry have something to talk about? Yes. <laughs> it wasn't what it sounded like. What okay. was that? Beaten off? I don't know what you're talking about. No, me and Sherry did that. What? Wait, you and Sherry were beaten off? <laughs> we we did about the Mel Tucker. The beaten off story. The beat off oh, story. That was, oh, that was a beat off story. Oh, I thought you guys had an invention or something. No, but I think we definitely have to talk about the Bader Meinhof phenomenon. <laughs> Fucking Bader Meinhof, dude. Fucking. Bernie Madoff, people. Is it break? Is it break time? No, there is no break time tonight, Jimmy. Uh, Unless everybody else wants one, and then I'm fine with it. Do you need a break, Jimmy? What are you talking about? No, it's it's pee. No, it's okay. I just no, I can hack it. So Jimmy sent us an article about the Bader-Meinhof phenomenon, which is basically frequency bias. And the funny thing was, Jimmy always has a very soft spot for 1111. She just loves it. And this article starts off with a clock that's at 
1111, which is 1111. And they talked about a lot of people feel like they have a lucky number or something happens more than would be normal to them than it does to other people. Like, oh my God, every time I look at a clock, it's 1111. Every time. Which, of course, it's only twice a day. So perhaps it's because if you already think that's your jam, you're going to notice it. Where you could see 20 cars go by you that have um, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8 on their license plate. And you're going to notice the one that has 1111. Yep. And I think I think that's very valid. I think we all have that. You know? yeah, oh, yeah, I agree. I mean, I've in the past I've asked uh, um, people, and I might have asked you guys, um, "What's your favorite time?" You know, there's some people I know is eleven eleven, and some people I know is one two three four, and some are super random, like six thirty six. Um, but yeah, it's just something that that that's that's true. I mean, the way you said it, Sherry, is it only happens twice a day. Yeah. But your your tendency to notice it is because it's already in your mind. Yeah. Right. If you're looking for it, you'll see it. Yeah. So it's happened to me since doing this show. Like when we when we first learned of the word portmanteau, that to me that was the first time I learned that word. Portmanteau. And now it's everywhere. And then imme- immediately afterwards, I start hearing it on TV shows or on a movie or something. I'm thinking, I don't remember ever hearing it before. But now I hear it all the time. Correct. And it, it could have always been out there. Right. But since you didn't know, you just it, it just became background noise. And right. now you're like, what? Portmanteau, portmanteau, portmanteau. It's everywhere. Just like untenable. Untenable. <laughs> yeah. Because so, yeah, I heard that the other day. And then you're untenable. like, whoa, untenable. <laughs> but, it, but it is funny. And the woodworker has 714 in his head, right? And that's, and then I find out that Jimmy also has a penchant for 714. So then I found that weird because that's not looking for something. It's like, what's the chance that two people I know feel a connection to a three digit number like that? That's hmm. not just 444 or something. Hmm. So that I think was more than just frequency bias. That was just fucking weird. That was just fucking weird. But. Um, no, because we uh, we both had a fondness for the same kind of drug. Yeah, because apparently <laughs> we found out that, that that was the number on which which Qualudes. drug is it? The, okay, Qualudes. Ah, seven one four. For people like no names mentioned, me who might read the whole article. I mean, it's me or Cindy. It's not you two, Joker. Easy. I and read like, the whole article because I have something also to add. Well, so no, I'm going to probably step on your toes no, because later you in the article, it talked about the Mariko Aoki phenomenon, which it is did. the phenomenon that if you go into a bookstore, <laughs> you have to take a poop. <laughs> yes. Is that what you're talking about? No. Okay. But I remember so that. It, it's a whole thing. And then it's. It's a thing, the unbearable poopness of bookstores and how many people walk into a bookstore and if they linger too long, they got to poop. Oh, yeah. And they're and they're saying it might be the ultimate Bernie Madoff here. What the fuck is the actual word? Bader Meinhof. I think it's more what smell. 
<laughs> yes, and then they're proposing that potentially something about the smell. And then they were also saying in, in a bookstore, you tend to squat down to look at the books on the lower shelf. Maybe that gets something going. The smell oh, evokes something. Yes. Or also because you think every time you go to a bookstore, you're going to have to poop. You're going to go to a bookstore and you're going to feel like you have to poop. You got to poop. Yeah. So here's so. what... And Although I, I did break the toilet at a Blockbuster store. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so you've got a Blockbuster phenomenon. My, I, I laid a Blockbuster. Boy, oh boy. <laughs> and then you got the F out of there. Yeah, man. That was, that was terrible. <laughs> All right, Dave, I got, we, we got to, def- we got to like, Leave the floor open for Dave because he read an article to the end. Easy now. So, settle down. This so, is a major breaking news. <laughs> so there's a thing where, like like that bookstore one, mine was going to the Lowe's or the Home Depot. Somehow when I would be going on a Saturday morning or a Sunday morning, every time I get there, I have to take a shit. Yeah, okay. And I would go take a mm. shit every time. So, so well, it seems like a better than a bookstore place. Like a hardware store seems like a better place to lay a, a stinky poop. Oh yeah, than- oh, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> big. Oh, yeah, and this is a big, huge warehouse one. You know, the Home Depot, right? And it's- they have higher ceilings. Oh yeah, big- <laughs> it's totally what? safe. Totally safe. <laughs> right. They're they're no longer helpful at the hardware store. <laughs> right. So, but wait. So the reason yeah. they called it the Bader Meinhof phenomenon was because the guy who first was talking about it was he never heard of Bader Meinhof until somebody told him there's this uh leftist guerrilla gang thing in fucking Europe or something and led by Bader and Meinhof. And then after he, after he was told about it then he all of a sudden, boom! Everywhere he looked or everything he read talked about this Bird Bader Meinhof thing, whatever, gang or or bad people. <laughs> they were a, a really bad gang, right? So when I was doing my research, or no, I was actually not even doing research. But after I read the email and I read the article, I'm looking on my video on the one of my streaming services, and there is a movie. Bader Meinhof something. Bader Meinhof. Wow. And but it was about it was about the gang. It was not about the phenomenon of Gotcha. You know what I mean? So I start watching it. That's still right. It's still part of the whole phenomenon. The phenomenon of the gang and how exactly right. That's why I thought it was funny. Which which you always somehow seem to pull up a movie about something that we talked about in the previous episode. Yep. Somehow happens. Weird. The whole Bernie so Madoff thing. My, my takeaway from from this, one of my takeaways from this Bader-Meinhof phenomenon and Mariko Aoki phenomenon conversation is that the phenomenons are named after um, – either the person who has to take a shit in the bookstore <laughs> or, or the person who like kept seeing this thing. I feel like we should figure out what the Jimmy Florick phenomenon is. Oh, 
Right. And the Dave Basil phenomenon. <laughs> yeah, because there's something in there. You got to shake that shit loose. Well, um, Dave's apparently is like if you have to take a shit in Home Depot at 9 a.m. on a Saturday. That's the Dave you know. Basil phenomenon. No, but I there's definitely our friend Jimmy. I love his gray matter. And he he's got a he definitely has a phenomenon that nobody's definitely. tapped into. Most definitely. So we got to find out what the um the Jimmy, Jimmy flow is. And yeah. and then capitalize on it. T-shirts, the whole bit, whatever. Let's just be capitalist for a moment for fuck's sakes and get a sponsor. Jesus. And we Jesus got- is a sponsor. Hmm. <laughs> but so the, and then there's also a phenomenon I've noticed, and I'm sure the three of you have too. And I don't I don't know if it's the infrequency bias, but because primarily, I mean all of us, but I'll give an extra little nod to Jimmy. It's it's like we have we we have, we're following all sorts of weird stories and minutiae and challenge each other with these new little phrases that it'll be a year and a half later and my sister or somebody will toss out I just heard of something whatever and I'm like that's so, that's so 150 episodes ago. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? So it, it's funny. I feel like people t- will toss out stuff. And I'm like, because of this show, I'm like, I know that. Fuck yeah, I know that. Been there, fuck done that. I know that. Shit. So they have infrequency bias. I don't know. There's something where I haven't really been schooled by anybody throwing out funny little things because we've covered it on the podcast. Oh, oh, we're we smarter have, than we you. Are. Covered one thing. What's that? What's that, Jimmy? How about them sad fishers? Oh, those sad fishers. Oh my God. That's sad. Cindy, Cindy already came up with a great way to, to combat the sad fishers. Yeah. I'm going to gray rock the sad fishers. <laughs> He's going to gray rock the sad fishers. Oh. You gotta gray yeah. rock the sad fishers. We don't like them. So, Jimmy, what? I mean, explain the sad fishers to us. Yeah, Jimmy. Well, they're they're the trolls on the internet are looking for sad people, man. <laughs> Why did I do that? Okay, so hang on. This is so part of the phenomenon. Cindy. This is- Wait. Cindy, explain to us what's sad phenomenon. Well, I feel like um, the term speaks for itself is somebody that is in a sad way that's fishing for someone to be emotionally um, available so, to them so they could be more sad with someone else. Right. Is that so, what it is? Yeah. yeah, so it was, um, no offense, Jimmy, article skimmer. It, it's not people looking to find sad people. It's people throwing sad stuff out to fish people in. And one of the examples they used was, I'm not even going to dignify her name. One of the clan of Kardashians put a thing out there like, it is so awful. No one knows what it's like to live with severe acne. And people are like, wah, wah, oh, we feel bad for you. And it was just an entree into then she was a sponsor for an acne cream. 
But mm. she sad fished people right. into everybody thinks I have a great life. And the thing is, if you doesn't matter how much money you make or whatever, if you feel bad about yourself, you feel bad about yourself. And you know, there's a lot of suckers, self included. Like when somebody tells something sad, you're like, oh, it brings out their humanity. You feel bad for them. And then it's like, God damn it. You were just yeah. trying to fuck your sad fish me. And I was actually feeling bad for you for that. And then the next day you're selling acne cream. So it's people trying to, to reel people into their world with a sad story. I remember, you know, how long ago, like way back in the nineties, maybe is I came to the realization, maybe you've read a story about how these obviously sad fishing wasn't a term but people that are stuck in a deep hole they don't necessarily always want help out of the hole they want to pull you into their hole so you could be in there so they get keep them company and like a lot of times you know back in my youth I used to get stuck in like other yeah. people's holes for a while <laughs> like you know what go fuck yourself yeah <laughs> Goddamn hole, I'm up here. I do not want to get stuck. I'll throw you a rope, but if you want to stay in there, go fuck yourself. Oh, Jesus, I don't (laughs) want to get stuck in other people's holes. Well, and and speaking of the 90s, that it's it's exactly what I think of with sad fishing is our friend Cindy, who is like one of the most curious people I've ever met and is genuinely interested in and listening to everybody's story because like hey maybe you got a different story i haven't heard and you had a couple people that fucking sad fished you and i'm like at the time thinking this is fucking bullshit she's just a very curious person that's interested in your fucking story no names mentioned you know some of the people i'm talking about um so yeah, I get it. It's just like, well, God damn it. Don't take my interest in your humanity as pulling me down the sad fish hole. And I think the older you get, you just like, I'm out. <laughs> right. Cause it, it yeah, pretty much the older you get is like, Oh, you have problems. <laughs> yeah. It's like, Oh, you know what? At first I was interested because you know, I, I want to hear about you and now you're just fucking trying to bring me in your hole. I'm not trying to help you out of your hole. You're just bringing me down. I'm out. Sad yeah, fish. Out. Gray rock them. Gray rock. Gray rock. Mm. Gray yeah. rock. The set. Hey, Dave, the, the story, um, the title is already picked. Hmm. Especially if you don't know them personally. Gray rock. Especially. Especially. I got a, I got a quick, uh, keyword if you're interested. Ooh, totally. Uh, excuse me. Two men down. What do you do? I got a game that's just for you. Check the news. Find the story. Keyword. Keyword is the name of the game. Keyword. 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 Keyword is the name of the game. I still got to turn that All down. All right. Again. Jesus. So since it's uh, almost in overtime, I'll go straight to it. The keyword is hot Lana out of boots. <laughs> hot Shut Lana the fuck up. out of boots. God damn it. Hot Lana out of boots. Fuck, Jimmy. I think 
What? I think this is a night where you got to start us off. Yeah, Jimmy. On the keyword. What's that story? Uh, I don't know. I'm hot Lanta. So is it something about uh, Atlanta, Georgia? Perhaps, yes. Okay, that's all I got. Okay. <laughs> Okay, anybody want to add to that story? Okay, so no, um, it's hot. It. Yeah, right. It's So we got Atlanta. So I'm going to add that it's hot in Atlanta. I already said that. Oh, you did? Oh. All right, so, oh. I, I feel like each word has something to do with the story, but you just have to guess or figure out the story from all the words I told you. Wait, what were the words that you told us? Jesus, Dave. <laughs> I, got hot, I got hot Lanta. Out of boots. Out of boots. Oh, hot Lanta out of boots. Uh, uh, for example, it's not puss in boots. It's not it's puss in boots. Out of boots. Right. Out of boots. I thought they were out of food. Hmm. Oh, fuck you. You can't get it. Jimmy's always trying for a second guess. All right. So Hotlanta is out of boots. I mean, I think it's self. It just, that's what it is. Hotlanta is out of boots. I mean, well. You got it. What? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So I think that the farmer's almanac predicted like a super weird winter in atlanta because remember that one time they had like a dusting of snow and it shut down the town everybody was stuck on the expressway for like a fucking day and a half because of the inch of snow so i think that people read the farmers almanac 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 and thought that there was going to be a lot of snow and so they can't keep Anything that resembles winter boots in stock in all of Atlanta. So hot Atlanta is out of boots. Out of boots. Mm, that was that was quite fascinating uh, travel that you took us on. But it's actually uh, not that. It's actually two uh, semi-superhero chicks in masks that are... Taking boots off of people's cars that have gotten booted on. You know oh, what I'm talking about? Yes, I do. Oh. Big, big time um, city where the boot companies, and they're talking, to, and the, the article went into more um, uh, detail about like how bad the boot companies are for the city and blah, 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 you know, the politics of it. So these chicks happened upon uh, a key to remove boots and they leave business cards on people's cars that have boots on them. Say, we'll take your boot off for 50 bucks. That's awesome. (laughs) They have masks on and um, they're too, African American women, and they're just like superheroes of the city of Atlanta. (laughs) Wow, that is freaking awesome because it's fucking bullshit. It is bullshit. And then they went into like the extreme bullshit part of the story, and then they talked to like 
obviously a white suburban guy that owns one of the companies that was trying to say how wrong this is and how legal the company is, but but they're trying to get rid of these boot companies in the city. Anyway, that was a funny, funny. That, uh, yes, that's super cool. So I'm thinking it could be a franchise opportunity in Florida for our friend Lady Moth. <laughs> well, I haven't seen boots in Florida. I know they. My friend Ellie out in LA used to get booted, and in New York used to get booted. But I've never had a boot on my car. How about you guys? I have not. No, Jimmy. No. I'm pretty sure um, Miami has it. Booty. Yeah. Most boots. But um, yeah. But there was there was like a whole a whole show about. Um, the company that tows away cars. Right. And it was a big, a big, huge, huge, man, Hoochie Mama. Uh, that was, she was one of the drivers. <laughs> and, you know, people uh, would bitch at her and all that until they got a big freaking look at her. And they just, you know, all right, take my car. <laughs> <laughs> And they backed right up, huh? But no, oh, she was um, Miami Repo. Um, she repossessed yeah. her. Oh yeah, that's different than boot, but it's, it's different uh, than the boot. It's a similar issue. But um, yeah, yeah, especially if uh, it, they get all get corrupt after a while. Sherry. It's the power, man. Sherry, you know, Sherry. Yeah. Listen, like I'm... the towing companies and the booting companies. I have one last comment on the booting. We have My... to stop yeah. and end this mess. I'm going to do a Jay Basil and relate it to a movie when Ed Rooney's car got towed in Ferris Bueller's Day. <laughs> uh, speaking of Ferris Bueller's Day, have you seen the most recent uh, Only Murders in the Building? Okay, I'm one behind. I think okay. I've seen them all. Yeah, I think because they, now they're they're toying with us, and there's only one a week. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. I I just happened upon it last night, but hmm. we can chat next week about it. Hmm. Okay. Hmm. All right. Yeah. Go ahead. Let me sing. Okay. Here you go. Wait. Uh, no, you already did it. You were too early, and you shouldn't have done it then. So now we're just gonna let Jimmy sing us. Out. It's time to go. It's the end of the show. So put down your beer and get the hell out of here. Good night. Jimmy, see you next Thursday. See you, Tom. <laughs> Jimmy. It might be Wednesday. <laughs> or Tuesday. Actually, it might be Tuesday. Yes, yeah, probably going to be Tuesday. <laughs> uh, uh, Jimmy. What? Say good night to your fans.
Good night, my great balladeers. <laughs> I don't even know what he said, so Cindy, you must follow. Was that the bright balladeers he said good night to? Yep. Good night, boring Bobert. <laughs> Sherry, you say good night. Um, good night, all my big bad burping bitches. Oy yeah. Oi, Gavalt. That's the uh, that's the SG phenomenon is uh, burping after a big beer. <laughs> oh Jesus! Uh, good night, you ball sacks.
Love, love above. Now 